88.9 FM, KUCI, Irvine. And this is Sonic Roulette for a Tuesday. And we just listened to, the first song we listened to was from Fine Times with Bad Better. And we just heard a song called Come On from Holly Miranda, who happens to be on the air with us. Holly, you still there? I'm here. Okay, so you're there. You're, You're in Seattle. Getting ready to yeah. uh, go on stage. Thank you for taking some time to uh, to speak with us uh, briefly before you have to go and go through your Zen process of massages oh, yeah. and uh, oh, of course. aromatherapy, acupuncture, acupuncture little Reiki, everything else that you need to do prior to <laughs> going on air. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Well, thank you very much for spending some time with us. Uh, you got a show coming up this Saturday at the Echo. As far as I know, there's still tickets available. So, people, what's up? Uh, Get out there and go ahead yeah. and uh, fill that place up. Last time I think I was at the Echo, I had a drunken uh, Scotsman try to uh, fight with me. So it's a good times, good place cool. to be. Cool. We can only hope. <laughs> yeah. So I, we cannot, uh, unfortunately, say the actual title of uh, your tour. It's the F, the uh, Sun <laughs> Tour. But um, you, 17 dates, you've got like like. With what count tonight? Like five dates left? Is that uh... five more shows? Yeah, Seattle, uh, Portland, San Francisco, L.A. at the Echo, and then San Diego. So you're doing the Saturday night, L.A., and then you're gonna hop down the uh, the five freeway and run into San Diego. It was a short short jaunt. Yeah. So very That's good. How, how's the tour been uh, working out for you so far? It's been great. It's been really fun. Um, it's been amazing to be able to have my band out with me. I've been doing so many solo tours uh, leading up to this, but it's a real, it's a treat for me to get to have my, my people from, you know, New York uh, out on the road with me. It's great. How many people are on the road with you uh, on this tour? Um, there's five of us in total in the band. Um, Maria Eisen, who played saxophone, Barry Sax on the record. Um, is out, and then uh, Dylan Fusilo is playing drums, and Jeremy Wilms on guitar, and then my friend uh, Sharon Tulami came over from Tel Aviv, and she's playing bass, uh, and, and everybody sings. Um, and we have Gracie and Rachel out opening for us, and we've been working out some songs where they join us on stage, which is pretty epic. Uh, it's, it's really fun. So have yeah, you it's been, really good. So have you been doing the? Uh, so you been like a road warrior from the uh, start of the the uh, tour all the way across, just uh, cruising the country? Oh, yeah. We just drove for two days straight, 12 hours a day from Minneapolis to Seattle. So we're definitely road warrioring it up. <laughs> lots of lots of spinal tap quotes happening in the van. <laughs> so when you're when you're on the road, what's your what's your default go to food that you, you just have to you have to uh, grab to uh, recharge yourself? Um, I mean, I try to keep it as healthy as possible, you know. Um, I definitely have my, like my, my liquid vitamins in the car and a cooler in the car. Um, but I think probably pulled pork is my, my poison. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, um, no, I try to keep it, keep it as healthy as we can. And little, we've been doing some, uh, some dance therapy in the hotel lobbies in the mornings before long drives. Um, it just means all of us dancing really idiotically for a little while before we have to sit in the van for, you know. Now Six is, hours. Now, seven is there anybody hours. else uh, joining in with you, or are they just all kind of looking at you uh, quizzically? <laughs> no, we're all doing it. I posted a video the other day. You can see I said it to um, <laughs> I said it to uh, Jackie Wilson's "Lonely Teardrops" from the uh, the hotel, and I think we were in Montana. I don't even know where we were, but yeah, <laughs> you were you were you were somewhere <laughs> dancing. You put it. You put. Oh, 
right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That works out. So the um, you've you've got the tour working out. You're almost you're almost done with that. Um, are you are you have you been pleased with the uh, the receptions that you've uh, received on the road? Yeah, everybody's been amazing. Uh, it's just been really really fun. Every night's been a totally different you know vibe, and um, we switch up the set list. Uh, we've thrown in some. We've been doing some crazy covers. We've been covering Waterfalls by TLC. Okay. To which I'll I'll do the rap, which is pretty. Funny, um, fun. <laughs> um, we've been covering some morphine since we have a Barry Sax in the band. Doing morphine covers is really fun. And when I don't have to play anything and I just get to jump around, uh, you know, like an idiot, that's that's a good time. That makes but, it, that makes it even better, right? Yeah, totally. It makes me want to write a record where I don't play anything. I just get to jump around and you know channel my inner Karen O. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's it's inside of all of us. It's you know. it's in there somewhere if you find it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I I find that's always interesting, and what's you know what, what I enjoy about being here at uh, KUCI, and by the way, we are talking to Holly Miranda, who's sitting somewhere in the in the great northeast, not the, the east, the northwest of uh, of Seattle, Washington. Um, is that uh, how many bands and and uh, artists we, we come across that you don't necessarily hear on. Um, on the regular big radio, big commercial stations, and then when I go to uh, see see them in uh, in concert, just the amount of people that usually uh, go to these things, it's like, you know, it's like, geez, I thought these were maybe were hidden treasures, and then you go see them in concert, and you find <laughs> not so much as just just you know the crush of people just dancing and knowing the tunes. It's it's really really cool. So I would imagine you you find that uh, probably interesting as well. Yeah, we've been playing a handful of songs off of my last record, uh, The Magician's Private Library, and it's always really sweet to me when people know the words uh, to those songs, you know? It's not something I expect, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's lovely, yeah. When I, um, when I was doing, uh, pulling up and looking at the, uh, the tunes I was going to try to play tonight and looking into your catalog and stuff, and like, it, it, it hit me. That's like, oh, yeah, you, you did the song uh, Animals by Creep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was about about three years ago or so. That was uh, that was uh, getting popular, and I, I must mm-hmm. say that um, when I started playing that, I think for about six weeks straight, I played it on my show every week because so many people were calling to uh, they wanted to hear it, and it's like, and it's a good tune. So it's like it was really cool. I'm like, it's one of those things I'm looking at, going, oh yeah, I like that song. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was a fun one. Yeah, Lauren Flax, who's uh, half of Creep, is uh, an old friend of mine, and she sent me that track. And, yeah, I wrote uh, all the vocals and the melodies to that, and I feel like I got to sort of channel some little 90s R&B, which is fun. Just doing anything different is always um, interesting to me. So they, so You never want to do the it. same thing twice, you know? So you actually wrote the lyrics for that. That's pretty cool. It wasn't like they just... Yeah, I wrote the whole, the top line to that. Okay, so it's not like they came to you and said, here's everything we'd like you to sing, you know, what we've already written. You you took it and ran with it. Yeah, no, they sent me like a bare, I think just like a beat and like the cello or the the strings riff, and then I wrote uh, that stuff and recorded it in my bedroom, which I think is the vocal that they use, and then sent it back, <laughs> and then they sort of built the rest of the song around uh, around that. It's it's amazing what people do these days. It's like, uh, was it... Uh, uh, the the latest uh, Sylvanesso record, I think they they shoved her into a closet in the bedroom <laughs> to record the vocals while he's outside messing with the, uh, <laughs> with everything. <laughs> it's very Brian Wilson of them. 
Does she have to live there for a couple of years? I'm or not. Just for the, no. <laughs> yes, they, they, they fed her in, intravenously through uh, tubes and uh, a series of wires. That's sweet. <laughs> Living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> Yeah, it is, it is amazing what, what can be done these days. Like you said, you record it in mm-hmm. your bedroom. And some bands are just, are just one person, let alone uh, you know multiples of people. So you must be really enjoying the fact that uh, you have uh, all these people surrounding you on the, for this tour. It's so great. Yeah, it makes me really happy. And we've actually been working on a, we've been working on a Drake cover in the backseat of the van the last couple of weeks, which I'll probably try to put somewhere shove it on a soundcloud page at the end of the tour we've been doing a cover of um i don't even know the name of it uh i got my eyes on you everything that i see that song um we've been busting a little a little cover in the backseat of the van sharon and i well when you have the time when you have when you're going over many many miles i'm sure oh yeah you you look for things you go a little stir crazy Especially when you don't have any like mobile carriage from uh, Minneapolis to uh, Montana. <laughs> You're going through the big sky country, and there's no uh, there's no Wi-Fi, yeah. there's no uh, cell phone, there's no nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh, oh yeah, yeah. You can uh, <laughs> you have to find things to do. Where you're going to go stir crazy. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. So looking at this, uh, looking at some of your history, you know, you, you know, you 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 moved from Detroit to New York when you were 16. Mm-hmm. And and you completed your you know schooling in seventeen. Were your were your parents especially happy with uh, that decision uh, at that point? And and how are they looking at it now? Um, I don't know if they were happy. I mean, yeah, I didn't tell them. I said I was going to go visit my sister for two weeks, but then I packed up everything in my room into two suitcases, and I called my mom when I got there, and I was like, "So, I'm not coming back." And she said, um, oh, yeah, I thought maybe you weren't going to come back because you took your Wonder Woman poster off the wall. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I feel like they knew. I just, I was a real fish out of water. And, you know, by that point, we were, like, in the suburbs of Detroit. And I just, I'd never really felt connected to anyone or anything until I, I went to New York the summer before and played my first open mic night at the Sidewalk Cafe and just being surrounded by all those freaks and artists and <laughs> you know, musicians in the village, like I finally felt at home for the first time and I knew that I had to be there. So I sort of plotted and planned for a year and it's not something that I recommend. I definitely am not condoning people shopping out of high school, moving to New York at 16, um, but it definitely was what I had to do. Well, there's worse things um, you can do if you move to another city and be 16, 17 and you picked music and I think you went the right route. Yeah, I mean, I feel really fortunate that I'm still able to do it, especially in, like, the climate of, you know, the way the industry is. I just turned 33 last week, so I've been doing this for more than half my life now. And, uh, you know, I see a lot of people fall out of it because it's not easy, and I think only do it if you absolutely have to, you know? And people, well, you're, and a lot of people do it, uh, you know, in the, on nights and the weekends, and they, they they do their day jobs, and they you know they, they're mm-hmm. chasing that they're chasing that dream, and it's not an easy, uh, it's not no. an, you know, not an in- easy industry and business to be in. No, it's not. <laughs> but you've gotten you've gotten to, to uh, perform with uh, quite a few pretty cool artists, and yeah, you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. looking, you know going down the list, and Tegan and Sarah, the XX, Vampire Weekend, Metric, uh, Lou Reed. You know, that's that's yeah. that's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, no, I'm really, I'm super fortunate. 
feel very uh, lucky and grateful and all of those adjectives. <laughs> Have you found uh, being able to um, you know, go on stage with uh, support and play with these different artists have, have you found yourself you know been influenced and affected uh, by that exposure uh absolutely i mean last year uh, i spent like last fall playing guitar for karen o in her um in her solo project uh crush songs or crush palace the tour was called um and that was like such a huge lesson for me because i'm not usually a sideman, you know, I'm not usually also setting the tempos for every song, and right. and I had to learn like 17 songs in five days because I was helping her out at the last minute, and all of my rehearsals with her had Nick Sinner crouching in front of me, like critiquing my guitar playing. You know, it was incredibly <laughs> intimidating, but such well, yeah, a great no, yeah, nothing intimidating lesson. about having her crouching in front of you, just staring at you, going, "You didn't do that right." Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, no, that happened a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> first time I met her, she came to one of my shows and just crouched in front of me the whole time. I'm like, dude, that's not intimidating. <laughs> you can't do that. Um, but I've known her for a while, and, yeah, I just kind of jumped on last minute. She needed somebody to fill in. But it was a real lesson, and it also gave me, like, a, a new perspective and appreciation for the people who are, you know, being sidemen to me in whatever tour or show it's really difficult. It's difficult to just chime in with a harmony in the middle of the song or, or, you know, to, um, for us, it was just me and Moses Sumney. We were the whole band. So I was setting the tempos for all the songs. Um, and, and Nick was actually really helpful. He was, he told me just watch Karen's foot. She's always, she's always tapping the tempo. It needs to be, even if she doesn't realize it. Um, and you just sort of learn these little telltales, but also the way that she, set up the show. It was a very theatrical thing. It was very, you know, methodical. And um, and I haven't always been that way. Kind of like, all right, write a set list, you know, and right, right. maybe there's not a ton of thought to, uh, I don't know, the, you know, the cadence or the uh, the way it all plays out. So, I mean, yeah, everybody, and I mean, yeah, performing with Lou Reed and Laurie Anderson and in Sydney at the Opera House for a week, like, I don't know. Not bad. Never thought that would happen. And now Not you're, bad. And now you're coming to the <laughs> fabulous Echo up in uh, up on the sunset there in L.A. This, nah, yeah, I love this, the Echo. I love playing there. Echo's a fun it's a place. Time. It's a fun place. Yeah. And if people yeah. don't know who we're talking to, we're talking to Holly Miranda. We're, we're almost out of time because we got we got to get her to her aromatherapy and her. Uh, oh yes. You, know, you got the massage and everything else that you got to get it before your before your yeah, show. Yeah, I and, just I have someone bring a puppy and I just pet a puppy for like the thirty minutes before <laughs> the show. That's my. My therapy. You get a puppy, you roll them over, <laughs> you, you smell the, the, the sweetness of their, their clean body, and you just pet the Oh, their little Frito paws. <laughs> <laughs> so before I let you go, I wanted to ask you real quick about All I Want Is To Be Your Girl. Now, you wrote mm-hmm. that, not necessarily a radio safe, friendly uh, tune. Um, no. Did you write it, when uh, when you wrote it and you recorded it, did you, did you realize it was going to be... You know, you know, like the first single that they were going to be pushing uh, for you off your new album, or no? I actually wrote that song with. I have a side project that I'm in with um, with Scarlett Johansson and S.D. Hyam and a couple other girls, and I actually wrote that song and sent it to them first. Um, and then I was like, ah, I think I need to keep this one because <laughs> uh, I don't know, it's just something in me. I kept it. Um, and no, I never thought it was going to be on the radio because obviously I, I drop an F-bomb in like the first lyric of it. Um, right, right, exactly. But then people <laughs> sort of persuaded me. I fought it and I fought it. The punk rocker in me fought 
swapping out a word or changing the title. Um, but I did it because, you know, the industry is hard and you got to try to give yourself a leg up any way you can. So, um, you um, know. I was going to ask about what, how your uh, reaction was when they said, uh, yeah, that, 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 that word, uh, that needs to go. I just find it unbelievable that words are... I mean, words do hold so much weight, but at this day and age, uh, that that we're still there with uh, curse words, um, it still kind of baffles me. But you know, you do what you got to do. That that is true, and uh, I like how I got. <laughs> I ended up getting two uh, two versions of that uh, single. That's uh, there's a, a love version and there's a cough version where they just kind of cough. Yeah, over. the cough was my idea. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I thought it was real, real hip hop. Uh, and then when I went to re-record it, and they were like, okay, well, give us a couple options. I did love, and I did suck. <laughs> but suck sounds way dirtier than love, so um, hmm, that's man. the one that we went with. I'll have to look at the lyrics <laughs> later and, and replace uh, love with suck and see how that uh, plays out. And... Yeah. <laughs> it's a game. That should be the game. <laughs> replace it with any word you want. Okay. <laughs> We can do that. It's like it's, it can be a drinking game. It can be a Mad Libs game. You know, mm-hmm. you got, totally. You got the time on the road. You could definitely do that. <laughs> well, Holly, I'm going to let you go because I know you got to you got to roll. And I thank you very yeah. much for spending the time uh, to talk with us. You know, briefly. I, hopefully, uh, you know the show goes well uh, this coming thank Saturday. You. Hopefully, you know you, everything goes well through here. And I'm going to I'm going to give you the uh, I'm going to play one more of your songs. And we can play okay. anything off the new album. We can play the, uh, I've got the, I got the animals. I've got all these things. When you did uh, that song from, uh, with Moss, what? Mm-hmm. You know, you're the DJ here. What what song would you like to play going out? And and if there's any, um, any interesting little, I think little you should play tidbit. Desert Call. I think that's my favorite song off the record because Maria gets to really wail on the Barry sax in that, and that's that's my favorite moment. We <laughs> can do that. We're gonna play Desert Call. And this has been Holly cool. Miranda. She's in Seattle. We're not going to talk about uh, birds at this point. It's we were out of time, no. unfortunately. We can't go oh. there. Holly, have a great uh, have a great <laughs> night, and we'll see you Thank Saturday. You. Thank you so very much for spending time with us on KUCI. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. All have right. a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Bye.